Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. A very good afternoon to you. Welcome to this part of the program where we are nurturing wellness with me, Mishka Daddy, as your host today. And uh, as we mentioned last week on part one of our program, today we are looking at functional medicine and the elimination diet and discussing what this is all about in order for you to improve your health. And joining me in studio is Dr. Leila Sadin from Renaissance Health. She's the owner and founder and the lady that runs everything for you. Um, we'll give her details a bit later at the end and you're of course welcome to give us a call 021-442-3530 alternatively SMS 47913. Any questions that you may have, you can send that to us. So Dr. Leila, Assalamu alaikum. Welcome Hello, to the show. Mishka, thank you. I'm very excited for this part of the program because I've had the personal experience with what we are going to discuss and I hope inshallah to change so many more lives around us by doing this program. Amen. So tell us what is functional medicine, Dr. Leila? So functional medicine is basically a tool that we use in integrative medicine. Um, it is science-based, so it's not not so much to do with energy medicine like the other things we talk about. Okay. Um, and it involves finding the basic causes of diseases. Yeah. So we look further than just the organ that creates the symptom and we see the body as a whole web of connections. So if you think about a tree, mm -hmm. the, uh, and you're looking down on a tree, right? the symptoms that we see in medicine are the leaves of the tree, uh -huh. and they're connected by branches, which is the organ. So, for example, if you have arthritis, you have pain in your joints, mm -hmm. and then the joint is the part that has the problem, and then the treatment goes to the branches. Mm -hmm. In integrative medicine, we take it down and say that there's one trunk for the tree, so that's where the whole body is connected, mm -hmm. and that the causes are actually the roots under the ground, the things that you can't see that have been around for a long time before the symptom came. So examples of uh, causes in functional medicine would be things like stress, for okay. example, or trauma or poor exercise, poor diet. Um, you understand that? Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. So really, a lot of us can can raise our hands to that. All of us, <laughs> all of us. So we've got all these dysfunctionings happening all the time, all the time. But we don't have disease yet. Mm -hmm. But with functional medicine, we understand that that will eventually cause the disease, okay. and so we try and treat it before that point. So obviously, important for us then to to look at it now. Um, in my case, and yes. in you know, other, we we are young, so it can still be treated yes. instead of developing your high bloods and your. Yes. You know, heart issues, etc. Exactly. So it's like when a patient goes to the doctor for a medical checkup, mm -hmm. they have the checkup and the doctor says, you're healthy. But what they're saying is you don't have any symptoms. Mm. They're not looking deeper and saying, you might not have any symptoms, but these are the things that are possibly going to happen in your life if you don't watch out. Okay. And so a lot of functional medicine and integrative medicine is about preventing disease. Mm, I think that's very important. Mm. So what we, we discussed now, you know, functional medicine, what is it? Mm. Can you give us an example? Um, <clears throat> so metabolic syndrome is a good example. Okay, so people don't know that word so much, but I promise you 90% of the listeners have got it. Uh, it's a deadly combination of four things. Overweight, diabetes, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol. Okay. And you'll look around and you'll see family members that have got those four things. And you almost know when they've got high blood, yes, the sugar is coming. Yeah. Um, so instead of seeing it as four different diseases, we actually see it in functional medicine as one 
functional problem. Okay. Yeah. And um, we can pick up each of those things very early before they've even manifested in the body. Mm. So if a patient comes and they look like they've got a family history of those four things and they're a little bit overweight, mm. we start looking by what is their blood pressure? What is their blood pressure now and how is their blood pressure in general? So we check it regularly to make sure that it isn't just pushing over. Uh. Yeah. Then we look at, instead of checking the sugar, which everybody does at the chemist, or when you have your uh, discovery checkup or whatever, we actually take the bloods and look for insulin and then decide this patient probably will have diabetes. It might be years from now. Okay. But at that point, we can still prevent it from happening. Um, and then with cholesterol, instead of just doing a finger prick, checking your cholesterol and saying, oh, you don't have cholesterol, we take a blood and we look much deeper and say, you might not have cholesterol but you've got all the markers that will give you cholesterol okay and so we put them on a diet and do whatever we need to do to prevent that they get all the diseases that come with metabolic syndrome make sense yes yeah um i think the, the bottom line is to know when a patient walks in what are what is, are they at risk of uh-huh. you know you look at their body you look at their family history you look at the symptoms that they have and say mm. Mm, most likely this is going to happen further down the line mm. and then finding ways to test that and then treat it. Okay, so what is metabolic syndrome? Does it incorporate all of those things that you mentioned? So those are the symptoms of metabolic syndrome, uh-huh. but actually it's a dysfunction happening in the cells that manifest in those things. Oh. So it's really based on uh, poor diet, poor lifestyle choices, uh, stress and genetic factors. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So definitely scientific, as you mentioned before. Mm-hmm. So we're not sucking this out of our thumb mm-hmm. and we're definitely saying ditch the samosas and kusistas. So we'll get there. can we say samosas must fall? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, Let's, <Pastry> must fall. <laughs> Let's take a break and we'll be back after this. <laughs> My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. We're nurturing wellness every single Monday on Voice of the Cape for the next five or so weeks. And uh, knowing Dr. Leila, you know, we're already saying, why don't we just continue the series? (laughs) Something to think about. But nonetheless, today what we are doing is we're looking at functional medicine and uh, discussing what it is and how this can help you to prevent future high blood, diabetes, cholesterol and heart attacks, which normally happens within our community because of all the things that we eat. And now we're going to move on, if we can, to the elimination diet and what this is all about, Dr. Leila. Mm-hmm. So let's start there. Okay, so um, I think maybe what's important is to start with talking about digestion and why this is such an okay. important thing. Yeah, um, You are what you eat. You've heard that before, right? And you literally are made up of everything that passes through your lips. So as you eat the thing, it goes on a whole journey to become building blocks of your body, mm. right? So uh, this happens via your digestive system. So you'll always find when you see an integrative doctor, they will put a lot of emphasis on what's going on with your diet and your digestion and how do you pass stools and do you have any cramps in your tummy and you might have a problem with your toe and not understand that, but mm, it is mm. very important. You know? okay. So when you eat something, it travels through your gut and into your intestines, right? So now you have a piece of whatever, let's call it a samosa in your intestines. The samosa then needs to go from your intestines through the cells and into your bloodstream so it can become you. And in order for it to do that, it must first be broken down by enzymes and uh, 
probiotics. Mm. Okay, so probiotics are the good soldiers that live in our guts and they help to digest the food that we eat. That food then, it, it enters into the cells on the intestine wall where the immune system says, hey, is this okay or not okay? If it's okay, it'll go into the bloodstream. If it's not okay, you'll have a little diarrhea and it'll send it out. Okay. You know, your body doesn't want to absorb everything you eat. Then that food then enters into your blood and then your immune system again comes and says, is this okay or not okay? And if it's not okay, this is very important, listen carefully, it will mount a immune reaction called inflammation. And so your bloodstream becomes inflamed. And so anywhere in your body where there's a weakness, the inflammation will go there. Okay, so that's what causes pain, redness, hotness. And so people who are eating foods um, that they shouldn't be eating or when their guts are broken down, they are getting inflamed in their bloodstreams. And that's making things like arthritis worse or migraines worse or even inflamed arteries, which causes heart attacks, makes that worse too. Okay. So um, there's something called the leaky gut syndrome that happens because the gut gets broken down. We kill the probiotics. We kill our soldiers when we take antibiotics. We destroy the lining of our walls of our cells mm. because we drink coffee, we smoke um, we don't, but some people drink alcohol, um, all kinds of things, stress even, that cause a breakdown. Soda. Or yes, coke. Gas drinks, exactly. as we know it is. Mm. Exactly. They destroy the gut. And so when your food comes in, it doesn't go through that whole process of being broken down. That whole samusa almost enters into your bloodstream. And the immune system goes berserk. It's like it doesn't know what to do with all of these molecules. Mm. And so simple foods that we're eating, the little gats you have, the Vienna chip parcel, whatever, your immune system gets inflamed. And then you have a symptom that happens a few days later. You didn't even know it's related to your food. Mm. And you wake up with a migraine or your joints are sore or whatever else. So, yeah, that's how that works. Okay. So, 47913, if you've got any questions. So, um, please uh, send it to us. And if Dr. Leila has gone, then you don't, you've lost that opportunity. Or you can give us a call, 0214423530. Today, we're talking about um, functional medicine and how to help yourself feel better. Mm-hmm. I think that is it. Um, how do you then, Dr. Leila, go about fixing what you were talking about, which is that leaky gut? Okay. So, that's the beauty of functional medicine is that we don't just look for problems, we also have solutions to the problem. So Mm. we can actually fix a leaky gut. So one of the biggest things is eliminating the food that cause that problem. So you go through a period of detoxing your body of the list of foods that we always talk about every time I'm on the radio. Mm. And when you take those foods away, the body has a chance to actually heal itself. Then of course you take a probiotic. So that's the soldiers. You can get it in a tablet. Yes, people talk about yogurt. Yogurt is a very good source of probiotic, but it's not precise. It doesn't say it has X amount of probiotics and it's got the right bugs, etc. So getting a probiotic supplement is probably better. Mm. Um, And then there are a few supplements and herbal medicines we can take to help heal the gut as well. Um, But I'd like to today, I think, talk about the elimination diet. Yes. Because everyone here at of the Cape is already going on because Mishka... Tell them all to stop eating the wrong stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, there's a party a bit later on as well, and you know. Oh it's, gosh, it's gonna be yeah, a it's, dancing it's, party. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to tell everybody, and this is what I'm talking about in terms of experience. Um, Dr. Leila has put me on the elimination diet, which I'm sure she'll go into a bit later, as to foods that you include in your diet and foods that you exclude. And it's been day ten. I must admit, it took me. 
two attempts to start the diet. I kept saying tomorrow, tomorrow, and that never worked. And then eventually, um, a follow-up appointment with Dr. Leila made me realize I do need to, to do this for myself and for my family as well. And then um, I can gladly say today is day 10. It's been a tough five days. The first five days were difficult. I had a bit of headaches. Um, I craved quite a bit of, of things that I was not allowed to eat. Um, but now I think from day say eight onward, it became so much easier because it came, became part of my life. Mm. Um, and I changed quite a bit in my fridge mm. and I was so proud of myself. I went to uh, a shop and I uh, basically just bought vegetables <laughs> and fruit and that is what I was living on. And really it's, I feel lighter. Um, I don't have any diarrhea. I don't have any digestive problems per se. No more heartburn. Um, the fact that Hunting, after yeah. eating bread, then I would have like, this little dough piece that feels like it's stuck here yes. um, on your throat it's not there anymore so um, I really feel as if the food that I'm feeding my body yes. is helping my body to become the, the best person that I am fantastic. to be honest with you fantastic and I must just mention that Mishka didn't come complaining of any of those things not at all it was a totally different thing she came to complain of and the assumption was that her gut was not working correctly mm. and now that she's saying oh this is better that's better and she looks back and says I didn't even mention that to the doctor because we all think that you must live with that you know you exactly live with diarrhea every now and again or cramps every now and again or whatever. Dr. Lela, before we mm. continue we've mm. got a caller online, Voice of the Cape Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam doctor. Wa alaikum uh, salam. You can advance me, this is now uh, in connection with my granddaughter of 11, 12 years. Sure. You know lately I see she developed whitish marks on the cheek. Mm -hmm. what, what can the cause of, uh, be of that and what can we use, Kanala? So um, usually, look, there are many causes of uh, hypopigmentation or whiteness on the skin. Um, I'm assuming that you're referring to the very common kind of white uh, cheek yeah, thing. Yeah, a lot of children gave it. Exactly. And often that is simply just uh, poor nutrition choices. Um, and when you correct the child's diet and when you start putting good things like probiotics and vitamins into their diet, it corrects itself. Um, in our community, you know, we see it a lot, eh? You yeah. see a lot of the children with that, like, white mm. cheek thing. It looks almost like an eczema. Um, basically, I would say to you, listen to what I say about the elimination diet. See how many of the foods she's eating that she shouldn't be eating. Try to cut them out. Uh, get a very good quality multivitamin for her, even something like Biostrath, which is a herbal blend of um, vitamins and minerals, um, and make sure that she's on a good probiotic every day. That should that will be a good start. Because they do give her regular vitamins. Uh, they eat. Yes. Oopsie. And the call. I, I, I'm, I'm assuming that she's going to tell me that she's on a multivitamin already. Um, I just want to say to you, if you can still hear me, uh, it's all about the quality. It's mm. not just a multivitamin. It has to be a good quality. And please visit a health shop to get some advice about that. Or pop in at our practice. We stock, I think, only the best product there. Definitely. Let's take an ad break. I'm seeing the SMSs are flooding in, asking what is this diet all about, etc. So we'll be back after this and we'll uh, continue on discussing the elimination diet. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Welcome.
Welcome back to our show, Nurturing Wellness. It's part two today as we're discussing functional medicine and specifically looking at the elimination diet. So before we go anyway, um, there's a question that came through Dr. Leila saying, what causes gout and how do you treat it, please? And what food is bad for gout? Is, will something like the elimination diet help? Whenever there's inflammation and pain, elimination diet will help, definitely. Okay. Um, most of the foods that that make gout worse are eliminated in this diet anyway. Okay. So um, I can't. I, I, what I'd like to do is take questions that are very relevant for what we're discussing. Mm. As far as gout goes, the relevance is yes, do the elimination diet. There are lots of other things that we can do as well, but. Um, just to save time, hey, can mm. we just discuss the diet rather? We'll do the diet. Let's take Shanaz's call. Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam, doctor. Alaikum salam. I had, uh, two months ago, I had a small ulcer on my intestine. Yes. So I got the uh, antibiotic by Grutus here, okay, and yes. it, it uh, dissolved. Yes. Um, but now uh, the doctor discovered that I have um, gallbladder stones. Yes. So I have a problem with my uh, digestive system. Yes. I'm actually uh, on a very healthy diet because I eat everyday fruit and vegetables. Mm-hmm. And um, I can feel that the, the gut, it wants to go, but it doesn't move. It, it, it's almost like it's blocking. Yeah. So only now, recently, say two days ago, I discovered when they did an the x-ray at my yes. local hospital yes. um, that uh, they discovered I had uh, gallbladder stones. Okay. Mm. So the, the, the stones is very, uh, um, I, I, I don't know if the size is quite big or what, because she didn't actually explain if the size is big, but she did okay. discover that there is gallbladder stones. Okay. So can that also cause for you to get constipated? Mm. Okay. So, Marv, Auntie, I'm just going to quickly talk to you about that stomach ulcer. So okay. when you, in medicine, they go, okay, you have an ulcer, now we fix the ulcer, and the cause of the ulcer is sometimes a bacteria, and then the bacteria Kill, you know, they kill the bacteria and then they say your ulcer is healed. The cause of the problem is not the bacteria. We all are exposed to that bacteria. It's the fact that your gut was inflamed and damaged that allowed mm. your body to then get infected by that bacteria mm. and then cause the ulcer. So mm. they might have taken the bacteria away with the antibiotic, but they haven't fixed the problem of the fact that your intestines are inflamed. Yeah, so that part is still there and that is most likely the problem why you are constipated. So you often find that patients who have constipation go on elimination diet within three, four days, they suddenly have perfect gut function and it lasts throughout that diet. Um, Your gallstones are not causing your constipation, Uh, your inflamed gut is. Okay. okay, so Auntie Shanaz, what we're going to do is we're going to go through this diet now. Mm-hmm. So please okay. go and fetch a pen and paper and we're going to tell you the foods that you should be eating for the next three weeks. Okay, okay. it's a pleasure. Wa so let's go through this diet. Please go and get a pen and paper. We will make it available on our Facebook page as well, but it's quite a bit to write down and we'll try our best to do this, inshallah. Mm-hmm. So, Dr. Leila, foods that we should be, or should, foods that should we should be? Shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. should and shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Okay, so basically, um, I'm going to divide them into different categories. Okay, we'll start off with a simple one fruit. So people say, oh, I'm on healthy diet, I eat lots of fruit. Yes, you may be on a healthy diet but the food that you are eating or the fruit that you are eating isn't good for you so uh, the only fruit that we try to eliminate with elimination diet is oranges they are good and they have vitamin c and they're wonderful but 
when we're talking about elimination diet, we need to cut them out for three weeks to help the gut to heal. We can always include them again later, mm. but for three weeks, no oranges, please. Mm. And including no orange juices and other juices that have oranges in them. Okay. Okay. Right then the next big one is dairy. Okay. So dairy That's a means... a big one. Difficult. We live on the stuff. Mm. It means cow's milk. And if you go back to nature and you think when we were cavemen, I don't think the cavemen went to suck the cow's udders. It really would have been very unnatural and weird, right? So why do we think that we must live on another animal's milk? I, I don't get that part. Anyway, so the dairy that we have to eliminate is all cow's milk. That means milk. That means yogurt, cheese, butter, ice cream. Cream, all of those things, okay? We need to get rid of those. And in replacement of that, because you can't live completely without it, there are things like almond milk and rice mm. milk that are now available at Pick and Pay and Woolworths very easily. Yeah, I think the almond milk is better and it's um, nicer. It's much nicer than yeah. the rice milk. Definitely. I find that rice milk has got a taste to it, which yeah. I, I don't prefer. Yeah. But then there's also an option to get almond and coconut milk combined into one. Exactly. And that was quite good. I gave that to the kids and they thoroughly enjoyed it. Where did you find it? Um, no, no, yes. Yeah, okay, we'll find one it. of the shops. Okay, yeah. good. So <laughs> find that, please, because I'm going to go look for it today. Um, and then the next big one is, um, okay, uh, gluten. Okay, gluten and big um, one right this yes. is so difficult yeah i love this is the most difficult one and it took me three attempts actually to finally get rid of it okay and everybody around me always laughs at me because i'm gluten-free this and gluten-free that um so i'd like okay so listen carefully gluten is in wheat okay mm. it isn't wheat it is in wheat so no wheat that means no flour no cereal this weekend. Mm -hmm. It's also in rye. So rye bread is not okay for elimination diet. Um, it's also in other funny things like spelt and kamut. So just look at the ingredients and make sure it says gluten-free, yes. not only wheat-free. I've, I've really learned to turn that package around and look for the gluten-free part. And if it doesn't yeah. have it, check the ingredient list and you'll yeah. see it's gluten somewhere in that yeah. product. Yeah. And if nothing else, Mishka, isn't that a wonderful lesson for us to learn for our lives to look at the ingredients oh, of yes. stuff? Right. Oh, yes, especially for the sugar aspect, which you're coming to. Yes, we're going to get there. Yeah. Oh, God, no, don't don't break that. Yeah, sugar is going <laughs> to destroy everybody's day. Okay, so so gluten, right? And so really that means processed things. Think about um, the samosas and the pies and the kusistas. All of those things are made of flour. They shouldn't be eaten unless you're making it at home yourself and you're using gluten-free flour or you're buying it from somebody that does gluten-free goods. Mm. Okay, then next thing is um, the, the animal proteins. So we're not allowed... Um, beef in this diet and obviously pork but you can have lamb okay so if you're doing normally beef steak whatever you just do lamb instead that's easier mm -hmm. and then no processed meats like polonies and viennas um, sausages mm. yeah unless you know it's pure lamb sausages that's fine then you can eat all the chicken you want all the fish you want all the ostrich you want Turkeys also fine for Christmas. Um, down, yeah, whoever does that. The, the ostrich, mind you, I, I actually enjoy that meat. Yes, it's lovely. It's, it's very nice and it's mm. fat free. It's fat free, although the fat is sometimes good for you. Mm. Um, it is still a, a very healthy, safe meat to eat. Um, duck also is fine. Um, okay. And then we try and avoid shellfish in this diet. Yes. Yeah? But the rest of the so fish no is So no prawns fine. for Christmas. Exactly. No prawns and uh, crayfish curry for Christmas. Um, okay, quickly moving on. Then the um, vegetables um, or the legumes that we want to avoid are soya. So everything else is fine. 
Okay. Yeah. So lentils soya. are also okay. For, and the beans, lentils, okay. all perfect. Soya, remember, is soya milk, soya um, products, soya um, sauce, everything with soya in it. Yeah? Okay. For three weeks. Um, then no peanuts, but all the other nuts are fine. Okay. okay so peanuts actually not a nut. That's why. Ah. Um, and remember that peanut and peanut butter and peanut oil, eh? anything with peanut in it. Um, then uh, corn. Okay. So no corn. Which is weird, but remember that's also maize. Uh, yeah, so think of that. maize flour, and when you're doing like fish in a batter, that's often a maize as well. Uh. No maize, um, and no popcorn. That's also included okay. in that. Um, then when we get to the oils in general, one should not eat sunflower and canola oil. That's not good for you. It's not actually on the elimination diet, but it has absolutely no nutritional benefit and is only bad. I actually read um, an article somewhere um, on natural medicines, and it was saying that canola oil is actually worse than sunflower oil. Yes, it is. So I I was actually shocked because I ended up swapping to canola oil at one stage, thinking it was healthier, only to be told differently. Mm. Just avoid them, please, if you can do olive oil and coconut oil and avo oil. Is probably the best thing okay. that you can cook with, yeah. And it's a simple thing, mommies, because our families don't know what we cook with, so it's a simple thing to change. Um, and then drinks, okay, so important, please. Oh God, no cool drinks, like no gassy drinks, no juices in boxes, no mixed drinks, all the stuff that we live on. Basically, for elimination diet, you can have water, um, sparkling water, and herbal teas and rooibos tea. Okay. Oh, no caffeine, also. No caffeine. No okay. Caffeine. So no coffee. No. Coffee. I must say that was the, the most difficult one for me also yes. among, um, beside the, other the others. Ones, yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was the coffee because I enjoy at least two yeah. cups of coffee for the week yeah. and good quality coffee and yes. I, I had to come off that from that. Ca- and also it's an yeah. addiction so it's so wonderful for three weeks you detox from that. Mm, yeah. True. Um, and then we're almost done the sugars okay so no processed sugar that means not brown or white. People think brown sugar is better. It's, it's a bit better but it's not great. So no sugar and that means things that are made with sugar uh. also. But alhamdulillah for this, we have something called xylitol. And xylitol tastes and looks just like sugar. Mm. So xylitol, even for diabetics, is a safe alternative. Okay. And you can definitely use xylitol in your tea and everything else. Mm. Um, and then, of course, if you really want to, there's stevia, but it doesn't taste very nice. And uh, fructose, which you can also have. Okay. And then lastly, is chocolate. Okay, now this is very difficult because everything's got chocolate in it and chocolate flavored stuff. It's a three week detox. Please, suburbs, you will get through it. You won't die, I promise. Get the chocolate out of your diet. Okay. And you can always put it back in after. Not, not even dark chocolate. Exactly. Okay. Not even dark. It's not about the dairy, it's about the actual chocolate. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And sauces because they all have gluten in them. Yes, of course. So no yeah. mustard, tomato sauce, mayonnaise. Yes. What other sauces are there? All those chicken sauce. burgers, yeah, yeah. soy sauce, etc. Yeah. Sure. That's, okay, so that's the diet right for three weeks. And then after the three weeks, you have to put those things back in your diet to test your body. That's the important part. So after the three weeks, which is hard enough as it is, as you get used to it, then you have to start putting those things back in. Mm. And when you put them back in your diet, you're going to look for signs of inflammation. So if there's any pain, if there's headaches, if there's itchiness, um, if you're feeling tired, you didn't feel that before, if you get constipated or diarrhea, any of those things, if that happens when you've tested a food, you cannot eat that food 
90% of the time ever mm. again. I must admit, though, I did cheat on, on the on the Sunday past uh, yes. or whatever. And yeah. I had the egg and I yes. wasn't feeling well. I was quite nauseous after that. And it was the only thing that I shouldn't have had. Yes. So I know at least eggs you know, are one eggs of those. Uh, and that's interesting because Mishka used to eat eggs every day before that. It really. was my, I used to have breakfast with it, yeah. you know, because you think it's healthy. It's got the protein in, yes. etc. And, and it didn't cause nausea when you were eating it every day. Yeah. But obviously to understand for someone else, it yes. would be different they might again feel something different um, yeah or feel nothing exactly yeah it's it's really i know it sounds very long here's Mm. a trick which i also did um as well is uh, to get me through this elimination diet i had days that i needed to fast in Mm. for for ramadan past Mm. so i've kind of like substituted my mondays and thursdays um of the elimination diet and i included wednesday last week also and then did the so-called diet with my fasting and it helped quite a bit especially for the first few days when you do those cravings and absolutely the, the headaches and you things. know just a topic on ramadan you know we it's supposed to be a month of detox and yet if you think of all the things you break our fast with yes. it's all these things i said we mustn't eat so you detoxing in the day and then you toxifying at night it's insane no wonder we feel sick afterwards and we can't get to go to tajit we can't wake up for fajr in the yeah, morning you're so yeah. lethargic so mm. the past few years of my life um our ramadan has been fast in the day and then we do elimination diet the rest Wonderful. of the time and you feel like a new person afterwards it's amazing and i'm only on day 10 and i can already look at the good at it inshallah so mm. who needs to do this dr Leila? okay basically everybody okay if you're addicted to a food if you know that i can't live without my coffee or my sugar or my pies or whatever do the elimination diet it will help you to get over that okay um any medical problem related to inflammation or pain mm. specifically they will find benefit very quickly mm. and any medical problem related to the gut whether it's stomach ulcers whether it's gallbladders whether it's constipation whatever cancer even um it'll help you then people with allergies hay fever sinuses asthma eczema Magic. Within a week, you'll find a difference. I actually realize that now. I don't have hay fever anymore. Alhamdulillah. Okay, Magic. so that is uh, a, a miracle. It really does work. It really mm. does work. Mm. And that's the first thing I put patients on when they have that problem, and especially our children. Um, then autoimmune diseases like the thyroid, when the body is fighting itself, usually that's related to food, do the elimination diet. And then if you have a problem with weight, because often weight is related to not being able to control the things that you're eating. Mm. If you learn in three weeks to control the thing that you're eating you can take that through the rest of your life people who are very tired and fatigued a lot of the time elimination diet and then if you generally just have a crappy diet if you know that you actually don't get much goodness in your diet for three weeks you will be forced to eat healthy foods and i promise you you'll change your life forever afterwards Mm. so i'm going to put the list up onto our facebook page if you don't have access to facebook it will also be on the podcast i'll add it as an attachment or alternatively call me uh, downstairs at reception 021-442-3500 i can either eat email it to fax it to you i'll ask them to do so downstairs and when we come back from the break any questions related to the gut the intestines the diet etc we're going to take them on 47913 but for now let's take an ad break we'll be back after this my radio station your radio station our radio station the voice of the cape
12.42 on Voice of the Cape and today we are nurturing wellness because that's so important in order for us to be the best people that we can be um, for ourselves and of course for our family as well. So Dr. Leila Sadin, the um, founder and uh, practicing doctor at um, Renaissance Health in Pinelands, uh, she is here with us today to talk about functional medicine and the elimination diet. So if you didn't get the foods that you should be eating or not be eating, uh, we will be posting that up onto our Facebook page and then also uh, we'll be, uh, you can give me a call downstairs at reception at 021-442-3500 and I'll fax or email that to you as well. So the question for alternatives, because now it's coming in, can you give me an idea of what to eat at breakfast and lunch and supper? Okay. <laughs> because wow. I know everyone loves the cereals. Uh, yeah. And okay. when it comes to, to dinner, you know, yes. it's mac and cheese. Exactly. <laughs> it's all that's left. So um, just very quickly, I forgot to mention, I'm sorry, it's not on this list. I wrote it in though. Eggs are also not allowed on the elimination diet, eh? Um, and so that's most people's breakfast gone down the drain. Um, breakfast is actually easy for us because we've been doing it for a long time, but gluten-free oats that you can pick up at uh, Kumati Foods or um, Clicks, I think, has an option for that as well, and then some of the health shops. So gluten-free oats, you make a big pot, put in the fridge, and you can have a bit of it every day. Okay. Um, I love having something like mackerel or salmon or some or, or uh, smoked chicken for mm. breakfast with an avo because it gets some of the good fat in that your body needs. Um, that's a good breakfast. Um, I love to fry um, tongue actually. Really? It's fried okay. with like bacon. It's amazing. I imagine that's what bacon must be like. So fried tongue is fantastic. And then cereals like Rice Krispies are safe. So anything that's rice-based is mm. safe because rice is easy. Um, and then lunch, you know, a salad, um, something in the oven. I do a lot because it's, I know I work, so it's not an easy thing for me to make a whole meal. But I make, um, I cut up big chunks of vegetables and I throw olive oil over and I stick it in the oven and mm. then I put like a steak or whatever in with okay. so your protein and your veggies um, and then uh, you can also make like the, like we eat well but we must just think how we eat it so breedies are all fine you know you just use the right oil and you put um, some extra vegetables in to give it some color so you have your breedies with your rice it's fantastic mm. curry you have to leave the roti but we do gluten free wraps at work and you can replace that as a roti um, but curries are great add some veggies mm. in and pizzas are also good um, but the only thing is that instead of a flour based crust you can use cauliflower rice I've seen uh, these recipes somewhere on the internet about that yes. and then they also have the flour which is gluten free I'm yes. not sure what kind of flour I think it's rice flour or something various that like, combine different things yeah but um, you get you can actually buy gluten free bases okay so you buy even easier and you make your own pizza but you can't put cheese on it yeah of course yes 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 okay so then um, also the other question uh, we see the first part of this SMS didn't come through so I'll read the second part I've got a constant dull pain in my gut I have it now how do I know that I have an ulcer or a bleeding one do I require a scope okay so uh, pain in your gut I'm assuming you okay uh, specifically when we think about the stomach the stomach bubble the pain has to be at the base of your uh, rib cage in the middle there so just that spot under there that's where your stomach is pain lower down in your stomach is very really related to your stomach Okay. So if the pain is up there, and usually if the pain is moving to the back, mm -hmm. it's a sign that there's an ulcer. Okay. And then usually when there is a is evidence of heartburn related to it, then it's a, then you have to think about an ulcer. Mm. Um, if you want to know if it's bleeding, 
sometimes it can bleed very quietly without us realizing and then um, we just feel very tired all the time and our tongue looks a bit pale um, your stools might even be darker or black um, and of course if there's actual blood when you vomit or whatever then that can also be a symptom of it um, I think the basic thing is to say is the pain in the right place and if I press on that area is it a bit tender and if it is yes please go see your doctor you probably do need a scope Okay, hope that helps. Then the next one, what is doctor's opinion on the Banting diet? Um, yes, I have an opinion about it, actually. The Banting diet is wonderful for people who are tolerant to the foods that he recommends you eat in massive doses. So for those of us who think Banting diet is a one-stop shop for everybody, it so isn't. I would die on Banting diet because the cream would kill me. Oh, yes. And the eggs would kill me because uh. I'm so intolerant to those things. Okay. Yeah. So do the elimination diet. Find out the foods that are a problem for you. And then you can do banting safely by avoiding those. So if you know that beef gives you constipation and you're living on beef every day, you're going to have a problem with banting. But you can do banting with lamb and it will be just as good. So also try ostrich meat, really. I cannot stress yeah. how lacquer it is. It's and there are a few places also that marinate it for you. Yes. Um, and then you can just put it on the um, in the oven for about five to ten minutes. And it is divine. You're not going to go back. Trust me on that one. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, with doctor's details, we're going to give a bit later on as well. Let's just see if we've received any uh, further um, ones. And then, of course, if you would want to uh, send me your email, you can do that on the SMS line. And then I'll just pass on the elimination diet to you as well so um where can we uh dr leila in all of this where can we get help with our dietary needs i know we gave some alternatives but um where else can we get some assistance okay so we must understand that a basic uh, dietitian um is taught about the components of food you know they taught about vitamins and minerals and they make sure that you get that their understanding of nutrition doesn't go as far as the things I've explained today so going to see a dietitian that is not trained in functional medicine is not going to help with this problem Um, our practice has a functional medicine dietitian her name is Sonia um, and you can contact her via our details um, she knows the elimination diet very well and can help you with finding foods that you can use as an alternative and help you say okay if you don't know what to make these are the basic meals that you can definitely use every okay. day and that covers all the vitamins your body needs mm. and then of course if you come and see me or any integrative or alternative or not alternative but functional medicine doctor um, we can help you uh, get through it I think that's also so important that go and seek help. Don't just try and do it and, you know, it doesn't necessarily work. Mm. Um, Okay, next question. I was told that my pancreas produces too much insulin. Am I diabetic? Mm. Okay, so what they would have done, I assume, is tested that you have a normal amount of insulin in your blood. Okay, so when you have too much insulin in your blood, it means that the body is trying to make more insulin because your cells are not seeing the insulin. So the cells are not responding to the insulin. And if you think of insulin, it's a f- it's like a funnel that allows your sugar to get into the cell. So the insulin comes, it connects like a funnel into the cell, and then the sugar can enter through the funnel and into your cell. So when there's sugar in the body, the body will make more insulin so the sugar can get into the cell. And when the cell is damaged, it cannot see the insulin. The body will also make more insulin for um, the body to uh, try and get the sugar into the cell. So 
when a patient is insulin resistant, which I'm assuming is what you're saying, mm. then you are not fully diabetic. But if you do nothing else and you continue your life just as you are, you are soon going to be diabetic. So I say to patients that are insulin resistant, treat yourself as if you are already a diabetic. That doesn't mean go take the medicine. It means eat like a diabetic does. Avoid carbs and sugar completely and you can av- you can prevent yourself from getting diabetes. Mm. Okay. And then also the, the next question that we had was um, uh, Ritalin and children. How yes. does it affect the children? Um, I think the question was, is Ritalin good for children? There we go. Yes. So... Yeah, I'm scared to say no, but I'm going to say it anyway, no. Um, Ritalin is, um, it's not good for children. It, it's got a long list of very scary side effects. If you look in the um, little insert, you'll, you'll see what kind of damage it can do to your child. Um, having said that, there are certain children out there where there's just no other option and that's the only way to go. The problem is that in normal medicine, and I know this because I, I studied medicine, and at med school they don't teach you an alternative. All they teach you is it's Ritalin or nothing. So the minute the child is showing signs of ADD, it's Ritalin. Um, with alternative medicines, with integrative medicines, there are many routes that you can take long before the child needs Ritalin. And I have said this, and I'm going to touch wood that so far I haven't once had to prescribe a child Ritalin at my practice because we have so many effective alternatives. And uh, one of the things which is related to diet is sugar. So children with ADD or attention deficit or they're too hyperactive, get them off the sugar, even replace it with xylitol, xylitol sweets, xylitol lollipops, whatever you want, um, will make a big difference. Mm. So many of these places nowadays are selling alternatives to gluten um, things, to the the pastas, the cereals, etc. So please go and check your local supermarket and see what Mm. do they have there and read the label. I think that's the most important thing. Read the label as well. Because your life doesn't have to become about eating fruit and vegetables. Mm. You can still have some. I mean, we have an amazing company called Health Philosophy at our practice that sells uh, gluten-free bread. So it tastes and looks and feels feels like bread, but it's got no it's actually sugar much no nicer. Still, it has taste. And actually. especially the, the sweet potato one that yes, you have as well. The sweet potato so I, I ended up toasting it and yo, it was yummy. Amazing. I could eat it just like that. Especially if you've had three weeks of nothing. It's mm. the best thing. <laughs> so there's that. They make Swiss rolls. I mean, it's like amazing. It's this, the brownies, like the nicest brownies I've ever tasted mm. with no dairy, no eggs, no gluten, no sugar, yes. but you'll never guess. And no chocolate. It's chocolate brownie with no chocolate. The, yeah. I, I was also a bit concerned as to uh, yeah, about that one. That but you know, Dr. It's Leila amazing. told me I can have it. So yeah, trust <laughs> me, I'm a doctor. <laughs> um, Dr. Leila, next question. Um, is potato allowed yes, in this diet? Yes, potatoes are allowed, definitely. Um, you know, we so we've now done elimination diets for many years. And I say we, like me and my whole extended family. Mm. And so we used to eating that way. So now we try and add even more stuff. So when you're getting really into it then you can cut out potatoes and start replacing it with sweet Sweet potatoes potatoes. Uh. because actually potatoes have more sugar they have a higher glycemic index than sweet potato diets Mm. which is like weird right but um for the elimination diet if you're finding that it's something you still have a big hurdle to get through don't worry about potatoes one question i have to to mention Mm. bry can we have that 
Yeah, but now you can't do it with jummy sauce and, you know, that story. So you can make braai with spices. So any sauce for that matter is not allowed. Yes. Okay. I mean that. Sorry. Okay. No, no, that's no, fine. No salt and pepper, but the um, Himalayan salt is better than yeah, table salt. Again, if it's a big hurdle, you'll get there, inshallah, <laughs> one day when you start worrying about the salt. For now, um, you can use normal salt uh, in the elimination diet. Um Salt, pepper, spices, chili spice, barbecue okay. spice, all of those things are fine. Um, some of the spices do have gluten in them, so check. Okay. Um, but again, you're using so little in that braai, you know, and it's braying every single day. Mm. Um, I wouldn't panic about that too much. Okay. Um, is there anything else? Yeah, I think that's... But the sausage, though, you need yeah, to check Yeah, must get the... lamb sausage. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I would love to hear in the next three weeks before Can't we wait. end the show what yes. people's experiences have been like. Have Please. they been able to stick to it or not? And so, email us. Oh, yes. Hey, and, and like post on Facebook and stuff so we can and see. And tag Dr. Leila because she's on Facebook. Yeah. So you'll be able to, to find it for her. Yes. Um, all her contact numbers are downstairs because we've run out of time, unfortunately. And once again, SMS us 47913 of your email address and I'll send you the elimination diet to your mailbox. Shukran so much to the entire team. Thank you, Dr. Leila. Thank you, everybody. See you Thanks. next Monday at 12 o'clock. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.